y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Culture and Conservation. I'm Michaela, And I'm Morgan. And we talk about all things culture, all things conservation, because we are trying to make conservation more culturally relevant. I always have to remember how I put that in. Um, but yeah, so if this is your first time here with us, um, we are glad that you are here. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you are as my friend likes to say you are welcome 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 welcome. and that is a cultural there exactly and if you are an old listener we also appreciate you you are also welcome 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 to be back with us um today we are celebrating earth day Earth Day. Um, earth week really and i kind of want to start by sharing an unpopular opinion with Morgan. <laughs> um, which you know I have a lot of those. We both do. Right. But I feel like this is this podcast is always a safe space for sure. But I feel like this is an even safer space to share this unpopular opinion. But you remember the whole plastic straw craze? Do I? Right. So before you know, we get into that, let me just set up what the actual unpopular opinion is. I believe that they gonna cancel us. No, please don't. I don't think I don't think they will. Actually, they're not gonna cancel. You know, no, I don't think they will. Um, but I think that if you're using plastic straws, that does not make you a bad environmentalist or a bad steward of the earth. Right. Right. And I say that because the the whole plastic straw craze, when it happened, what was it? It was sparked by like um, a photo. I think right? of like a sea turtle that had a, a straw stuck in his, his nose, nose or something. I actually never knew what sparked out. Somebody told me. I that. don't know. I just know that when when the whole craze like popped off and you know, companies and, and other people, especially people on social media, are like, mm-hmm. save the turtles. Right. And use we want reuse, to save them. Reuse reusable straws. But here, and here is my issue with that, which is why this is the unpopular. And opinion. we have no beef with sea turtles, by the way. No, no, we love them. think they're great. We, we think they should be saved and protected at all costs, just like other wildlife. But here's the thing with that. I personally believe that that kind of oversimplified the plastics issue that we have in America and the world, but we're just going to keep it here at home. That's a great way to articulate that. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. It just really oversimplified it because um, prior to the plastic straw craze or the reusable straw um, craze, I remember learning in one of our classes, um, I don't remember which one it was, but we were talking about how the microplastics accumulate in the ocean from like, you know, our waste yeah. throwing things away and how birds um, will eat them. Mm-hmm. Birds who, you know, are, live in those types of habitats um, when they're feeding, they're sitting, they're sitting there eating different plastics and their, their body is feeling like they're getting full. Right. Right. And so when there's like a large um, die die off uh, or mass mortality event, 
of these birds, you know, scientists will go out and do uh, a necropsy, which mm -hmm. is an autopsy for animals, and discover that these animals have bellies, stomachs full yeah. of plastic. And it's because there's the part of their brain telling them, oh, I'm full, but they're eating plastic, so they're not actually getting any nutrition. Right. So they are starving to death while feeling full. And Isn't that just cruel? Right? And so I remember when I learned that, I was like, that is Wild. insane. Like, we, we really got to do better with our plastics as far as, like, how much we're producing, but also how much we're using all the time mm -hmm. and um, how much we're um, throwing away. Right. Um, because, I mean, we're not here to say get rid of all plastics because I personally think that that is, um, at this point, it's not really going to happen. Yeah, like plastic is everywhere, everywhere. for better or for worse. Mm -hmm. And you'll hear us say this, you know, eliminate, that sounds real nice. But it's not really practical. In a perfect world, but we don't live in one of those. No, we do not. So reduction is the key. Let's reduce. That's the goal. Because that's something that everybody can do in mm -hmm. some way, shape, or form. And that has impacts. Like I don't, we don't want y'all to think that if you don't eliminate your plastic, then you're not, you're not impacting. Right. You're not being a good steward. Like right. if you consciously make the effort to limit it, then that's that's an impact. That's mm -hmm. something that matters too. So yeah, yeah. And so back to like the plastic straw thing. Like I said, it was an oversimplification, and in my opinion. I don't know, Morgan, you tell me how you feel. I don't know if it really actually brought the awareness to the actual plastic problem that we have because there was such a focus on one specific type of plastic. And lest we not forget, th these companies shall remain nameless, but the companies who were trying to force us to not use um, the plastic straws by changing their lids you know who I'm talking about, Morgan, but we ain't gonna name <laughs> names. Um, a company, a company that I love, by the way, near and dear to our heart, very near and dear. But my point is, it's like y'all, you don't want me to use this plastic straw, but everything you're giving me is in plastic. Every single thing. So, what? What is the? Um, what's the point here? You're right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I feel like there's a saying that goes with this. Probably so. But I can't think of it right now, which I'm a bad Southerner. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, But yeah, it's like you're attacking this one thing. very specific thing, which that is a problem. That Don't is get us wrong. We're saying it's a problem and it is important. But it's like you're focusing on an anthill when you have a boulder in front of you. Mm. You know, okay. I, I you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like there's this huge thing, and you're focusing on this one piece mm -hmm. instead of trying to find ways to, I don't want to say attack, but you know, address the address, larger yeah. issue, which would encompass the smaller one. Right. You get what I'm saying? I know what you, you, I know what saying you're looking for. What is the girl? I begin the wrong too, but it's kind of like the one that's like a. You're missing the forest for the trees or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Is that accurate? We're going to go with that one. Yeah. We're going to go with that one. Y'all can chime in later. But yeah, you're just yeah. missing the overall big picture. Right. And you're focusing on this really small part. And that could honestly, some might say, might just be like a negligible part of the issue. You know what I'm saying? Because we're not saying like, oh, like a symptom. Right. Yeah. It's not, we're not saying it's not an issue. But by addressing that part, are we really addressing? The issue as a whole and we're not to be right and like and like Haley was saying I, again we both remember when this was at the height of the heights and everybody mm-hmm. was pulling out their collapsible reusable straws their which are cute they're nice I which, got one myself do what you do I'm mm-hmm. not knocking people who use reusable straws I'm really not yeah girl because I got some too but yeah that's not that's not what we're trying to do however the issue for me personally mm-hmm. was, and we talked about this, this this, this environmentalism becoming a trend, mm-hmm. and then these little hierarchies being created. Oh yes, yes. And and it's like very much. I'm better than you because I don't use plastic, plastic straws. straws. Yeah, you're a peasant, like girl. <laughs> and it's again great for you. Mm-hmm. However, conservation is not a competition. It's not. We it's all have to do our own part. Literally not. We all live on this earth. Mm-hmm. So competing for what? This is everybody's home. Right. And so I think like Michaela was saying, there was this feeling of some people are better stewards than others. And that's really just not the case because mm-hmm. even if you are not using a plastic straw, you are more than likely using plastic in other aspects of your oh, life. 100%. And again, there's no shame really in that. Right. Just try your best to reduce it. And don't shame other people yeah. who are not being stewards in the same way that you like to be a steward. That's the thing. Because we can all be good stewards in our own way. And what may work for your lifestyle may mm. not be fully applicable for another person's lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty that's of conservation. True. There are so many different ways, like Michaela was saying, so many different ways you can be a steward to protecting and conserving the natural resources on this planet. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be the trendy way or the popular way or whatever. Like it can be a way that people don't really know about. Mm-hmm. But hey, if it works for you, then the earth thanks you. Right. Oh, speaking of a not trendy way to be um a good steward. I didn't. I had never really thought about this until you brought this up. Reusing the plastic um, containers that, like, the lunch meat and ham absolutely, and everything come in absolutely. to store your food. I literally have never thought about that before. But then I was like, well, it makes complete sense. Just wash it out. And Take the label off if you want to. Yeah. And just, right. That's Tupperware. Exactly. That's, you have already paid. True. For it, true. Hey, it's tough wearing your house. I mean, eventually you'll probably have to get rid of it just because. But like, that's a to-go bowl, you right? Because we all have bowls that we put people food in to give to them, and we don't want them back. That way, you don't have to use that's your nice true. bowls. You don't have to worry about your friends and stuff not returning your, your stuff. Nice that's a good point. But at the same time, it's still um, reducing plastic mm-hmm. use if you're or not I won't say plastic use but it's reducing plastic waste right because you're not using it one time and then Throwing getting rid it away of it. and yeah. that's the thing is like reducing 
single use plastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the real that's finding the real ways to reuse mm-hmm. your plastics because, and we talked about this on early episode. Go back and check out our early episodes if this is your first one. Go ahead and binge. <laughs> um, about ways that Black people have been conserving mm-hmm. and and, and uh, reducing and recycling, and one of those ways is we keep our plastic bags. Right. We use them for myriad of options, mm-hmm. not just shopping. So I saw this tweet where this Black girl said, it's not us as in Black people. And that's the problem. That's um, creating the problem with plastics in the ocean because our plastic bags are under our cabinet. Right. <laughs> they are our kitchen cabinets. Yeah, in our kitchen cabinets waiting to be used. Right, so, for another purpose. purpose. So just getting creative with the plastics and the things that you have in your home instead of just using it once and tossing it away. Now, obviously, some things you can't use again, like, right. you know, meat. You can't reuse. What do you mean? Like the the styrofoam trays and the plastic. Oh, you just said meat. I was going to say yeah, that like chicken and stuff. Comes, you can't oh, well, reuse that. Yeah. No, because no, I don't want nobody out there trying to wash that. Don't no. do that. Throw that away. But again, the daily meat one, plastic bags, all of this. Like you just you can reuse it for a lot of things. Right. Um. So yeah, the the moral, the point of that story is don't be out here shaming other people because they're not being a steward of the earth in the way that is quote unquote trendy. Because lest we forget, come on, as now. soon as COVID happened, that whole plastic straw craze was like out the window. Absolutely not. Everybody getting plastic everywhere. We not no single use only exactly because we ain't trying to spread these germs. So the point we're making is that trends in. They, you know, because circumstances change. Right, and there's nothing wrong with that. Nobody could have prevented COVID. But what we're saying is um, just be a good steward of the earth in the way that you know how, and it'll be fine, as long as we all do our part. Um, so now that I have gotten that off my chest, I feel much better, much lighter. Um, you have some Earth Day facts you want to share with us? Right. So... Okay. Earth Day, Earth Day is celebrated April 22nd of every year. Um, the first Earth Day was started in 1970, mm-hmm. April 22nd, 1970, which was 51 years ago. So, was oh yeah, a really long time. It was started by, I'm going to pull up my notes here. It was started by a senator, I think his name was Gaylord. And I always thought that Rachel Carson actually was the one who Senator Gaylord Nelson who started um, Earth Day. But there are obviously connections between Rachel Carson's book and Earth Day. So was that last episode or the it was the episode before last we talked about Rachel Carson? I don't remember. Y'all go back and tell (laughs) me. So we talked about Rachel Carson. So for those of y'all that don't know, Rachel Carson was a biologist and she wrote published a book called Silent Spring in 1958 I believe where she basically called out um called out the use of of DDT which is a chemical pesticide being sprayed on crops and other areas and its negative impact that it was having on birds and humans as well and from that DDT was banned 
obviously, thank God. But mm-hmm. her book and her her writing helped to spark the environmentalism movement. Mm-hmm. It helped to um, um, what would I say? To establish the EPA. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. is the Environmental Protection Agency, mm-hmm. government agency we have in the United States. So her book, her works are what we would say. Um, they were revolutionary. Revolutionary, but what we would <laughs> say um, heavily linked to the creation and formation of Earth Day because, okay, so Silent Spring was actually published in 1962. And it ignited a movement surrounding chemical agriculture's adverse effects on the environment and human health, again, with the pesticides. So basically, without her bringing awareness to these topics in the way that she did, right, we probably wouldn't have. So in 1963, the Clean Air Act became law. And then in late 1969, President Richard Nixon signed the National Environmental Policy Act, which is regarded as the most important piece of national environmental legislation. And then later that year, the EPA was formed in December. Oh, it was a big year. It was a big year, honey. The 70s, the girls were out there. They wanted they right. At the beginning of the decade. Honey, they wanted they <laughs> right. They wanted they money and they wanted clean air and they wanted it So the 70s was lit. If you have parents or grandparents, anybody that's still alive that um were around in the 70s or remember the 70s, you can ask them about it because I'm quite sure they remember something along that tone. So shout out to Rachel Carson and her book, you know, what one book can do. Yeah. We're 50, 50 years later and we're still celebrating Earth Day mm-hmm. and it's gotten bigger and bigger, you know, every year, especially with the advent of social media. People do Earth Week, People Earth, Earth Month. Month. There are all types of activities you can do with your kids, at your school, if you're a teacher, all that mm-hmm. stuff. And they have virtual activities, um, even before COVID, honestly, but especially now. Yeah. So that, and then obviously, like we said, with legislation, which is a really, really big deal. And we've talked about this on our page before, how legislation is important in getting a lot of things done, mm-hmm. but especially us becoming more uh, better stewards of the earth legislation helps to not only put things in place but protect those things that are in place right and to help us protect our natural resources so that's a really big deal um i just want to say shout out to her you know yeah she was out here doing her thing she was out here doing her thing and like to know that she was writing this book doing this research and all of that and she was battling breast cancer which she Right, which I which she, ended, the which she ended up passing away from. I want to say shortly after her book was published. Yeah, so she actually never saw all of like what the fallout was, was from the book. From the book, I mean, and she had, you know, critics. She had people who were coming after her. You can read all of these things. You can call her radical, disloyal, unscientific, hysterical, all types of things, um, to discredit her work. But the fact is that this woman knew, you know, I, I didn't talk to Rachel, but we've come a long way when it comes down to science and technology and medicine. In the 50, late 50s and 60s, they didn't have the level of treatment options that we have for things like breast cancer. Mm-hmm. So she probably knew, like, she wasn't going to get to see 
oh these things come into fruition she knew that she wouldn't be here 10 15 20 50 years later but she knew it was important for the next generation but she knew it was important for the next generation and that's what we we want y'all to understand whether you got 10 years 10 minutes or 15 years or 20 years every day matters and every day we have the opportunity to you know one make the world a better place but also continue to take care of the earth so just keep that in mind like and that's a perfect segue actually mm-hmm. um yeah i know you didn't know but you said you know we can do things every day that make an impact so mm-hmm. before we go as we wrap up we just want to leave y'all with a few tips um in ways that you can celebrate earth day every day of the year the doors are not open right um we will receive you so tip number one this is honestly probably one of my biggest pet peeves in life don't run water unnecessarily um if you don't need the water just just turn it off okay um and also it helps you save money so if that's the incentive that you need there you go whatever works Right. Um, our second tip, turn off lights when they're not needed. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this helps save energy. And also, again, if you need the incentive, it can help save you some money as well. Um, and we said this earlier in the episode, um, reduce plastic mm-hmm. use um, because elimination, we, we're practical girls. OK, we like to do things that are realistic and practical right. for people to, to do. And at this point, like we said, the way our lives are structured plastic is everywhere so we're probably not going to eliminate it so at the very least we can do reduce reduce our plastic use and plastic waste um number four don't litter please i was actually a really big stickler for this as a kid i'm I'm sure you were i mean yeah but like i used to get big mad i really want (laughs) to snatch people balls Okay, well, okay. I do because especially when you're an adult, you should know better. Well, true, but you know, sometimes people just don't care, which is why we think for the people out there, we think it's important to meet people where they are just to get them to care in the ways that impact them. Okay, well, I'm gonna meet some more people where they are real quick. I know you got your last point, but let me just say this because okay. on my spirit. I know I see you pointing to your clock. It's okay. Here's the thing. There, there are two types of litterers. There are those who litter because they really just don't know. Right. Just, but then there are those who litter, especially in places that they feel are not theirs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you may be driving down a road in a place that's not your neighborhood and you throw trash out because you don't care because you it's not your up. problem. <laughs> you trifling. Don't do that. Yeah, that or, for instance, when we were leaving the baseball game and the young lady who went to the school, whose name I shall not mention, Threw her plastic cup. Oh, yeah. She, she threw, just straight up threw it on the ground. She just threw it on the ground. We weren't no, anywhere near a, a garbage can. That was be disrespectful. And she passed like several to leave the baseball. Well, there. yeah. So she could have thrown it away there, but no, she wanted to be pissy and upset because they lost. And she threw her cup. She raggedy. I don't like you. LOL. <laughs> okay. Pick well, up your trash. Yeah, that that was pretty trifling. I did not like that. Um, 
But before we get into too much of a, 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 a tangent, because we'll that have was, another conversation. That was literary. that was be disrespectful. Um, our last and final tip: um, reduce your pesticide use in your home garden. Mm-hmm. So if you are you if you have a green thumb, you like to get out there grow your own vegetables. That's great. We encourage that. But please reduce your pesticide use. The pollinators will, will thank you and your um plants and your vegetables will thank you as well because they need the pollination anyway right so it's a win-win for everybody so morgan before uh, we wrap up do you have anything else you want to add um i do want to say with the reducing your plastic use you know we talked about reusing like plastic bowls and Mm -hmm. stuff like that that plastic packaging but another way that is i think really simple and easy that everybody can do and we talk about this all the time reusable shopping bags Oh, yes. Any bag will do. It doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, one that you get from the store. Although right. lots of stores have them right. for sale and they're relatively uh, cheap. But you just get, you know, a bag that's sturdy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Keep them in your car. That's what I do. Same. And just use those. And then also, I know Kroger has like the the paper bags. They do. Yeah, you just gotta look like down on the um the self checkout. They're in like their little slot. So, yeah, so look for those, too. But, yeah, so that's just a good way to. It's a good tip. I didn't yeah, know that everyday reduction that is kind of passive and you don't think about it, but it makes right. a big deal. It's very impactful. Um. So, yeah, with that being said, guys, um, we're bringing this to a close. But we just want to say thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Um. Follow us on Instagram if you if you're not following us already at Culture and Conservation. Um, if this is your first time listening, subscribe to us um, and leave us a five star rating, please. If you use Apple Podcasts, <laughs> um, it just you know it helps us get um, more visibility and help more people people find the podcast. So also share with your friends and family. Mm-hmm. Sharing is caring. Share these tips with your friends and family. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so yeah, we'll see you guys or. We'll talk to you guys, rather, in the next episode. Thanks for coming on this journey with us. Remember, happy Earth Day, and let's celebrate Earth Day every day. Bye. That's a wrap.